friends, before we begin this episode of Kicking It With The King, very special edition episode of Kicking It With The King, just want to quickly inform you, let you guys know that this episode was pre-recorded, as all our shows, but this one's a shortened edition of it. Um, it's a segment, however, not a full entire podcast. Our podcast will be back tomorrow, tomorrow morning. And we're we're gonna talk about everything, Michael Chandler, everything that comes along with the next few fight cards and Fight Island, the return of Fight Island, a lot amongst many other things. We got a great show planned for tomorrow, but we're gonna start today's show off. Um, obviously, it's only gonna be like a fifteen minute show or fifteen to twenty minute, aiming for fifteen to twenty minutes basically, and that's what today's show is all about. So I appreciate you guys for joining us here today. It's September seventeenth, two thousand and twenty. Hello, everybody, again, as always, Gabriel Hernandez joining you as always. G the King Official on Instagram, GT King Official on Twitter, um, and KWTK Pod, obviously, on Instagram and Twitter as well. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's talk about it. At the top of the hour, some breaking news from when I, when I pulled up my phone and opened my phone. You know, Michael Chandler has signed with the UFC, the long awaited signing of Michael. Chandler, the former Bellator lightweight champion, one considered one of the top, um, um, t- top signings probably of twenty twenty, or probably one of the top signings that the UFC's done as of late. It's very interesting, um, surprising. Yet I didn't think that he wouldn't get signed in the UFC. I thought it was a matter of time. And now, if you look previously before that, he had the free agency. I'm like, oh man. There's no doubt he has to return to UFC. He wants to explore other options. He talked about fighting the best in the world, fighting Khabib, fighting and you know talking and you know discussing how he would fare against top UFC guys. And now he gets the opportunity. And now he serves as a backup. And now he gets a title shot. You know, without even any fights in the organization. Coming off a great win over Benson Henderson, knockout win for sure, um, dominant win. Um, he looked good. Um, now he's serving as a backup for in in case anything happens for uh, happens in the Gaethje and Khabib Nurmagomedov fight, which you know God forbid, hopefully they both make it to the fight because Khabib versus Justin Gaethje is a great fight in its own right. Michael Chandler versus Khabib or Michael Chandler versus Justin Gaethje is an interesting fight, but you know we'd all like to see Khabib versus Gaethje. I'm pretty damn sure at this point. I mean, you know Gaethje's a very tough guy. He brings a lot of challenges. You know he's He's um very scramble. He scrambles very good. His scrambles are super, you know, um, obviously um, phenomenal. That's what I was going to say. Um, he's, very, he's very quick on his feet. He has great footwork. Um, you know, he's always coming forward. He has nasty late, inside leg kicks. Man, this guy is, is on fire on all cylinders, man. He looks good. He will look good. And, you know, that's a fight that we want to see. We want to see him versus Khabib. I think that would be... A fantastic fight. We'll get to see what Khabib is truly made of and if Khabib could take him down. If Khabib can't take him down, this thing what happens when Khabib can't take an opponent down. It proves to be a different kind of fight each and every time. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens with that fight. But going back to Michael Chandler serving as a backup, that's a pretty damn big signing, man. So that that's pretty uh, interesting. And, um, you know, obviously it's been talked about for so fucking long not like you know not that he was gonna 
not that he was like a confirmed sign, signing or anything, but you know, potential him. You know, the last time he had free agency, you know, they they talked and people hoped that he would join the UFC as well, but that didn't end up materializing. He ended up re-signing with Bellator. You know, he just competed his last fight with Bellator and on his contract, and now he's here in the UFC serving as a backup. You know, a lot of people are divided in, in their thoughts about what's going on and how, um, like, you know, him, like, saying of him being deserving of a title shot, not even having any fights in the organization, you know, leapfrogging Tony versus and Tony and Dustin Poirier. And as you guys know by now, that that fight was scrapped and that wasn't a, you know, that fight unfortunately wasn't, ha isn't happening because, you know, the UFC failed to come to terms with Dustin Poirier. Dustin Poirier wanted more money um, for, you know, obviously to put his life on the line and with the kind of guy like Tony, when you fight a guy like Tony, man, that's going to be one of those classic fights that Dustin, you know, finds himself in. Unfortunately, I mean, but fortunately, but unfortunately, he's winning. But those fights are fucking brutal, man. They take life. They take life. Uh, those gonna take years off your fucking life. Sure, if you look at the 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 Poirier versus uh, Gaethje fight, Poirier versus Alvarez, Poirier versus Hooker, man. Poirier is a gamer, and he brings it every single time. So for for Poirier to bring it every single time and. And fight Tony, I do definitely believe he does deserve a lot more money. A lot of fighters, a lot of people are coming to his, to his defense, even Tony Ferguson. So it's very special for him. And um, I know I think I wish I wish all these guys the best, man. This lightweight division is very stacked. We've got Chandler here now. I mean, this this division's as stacked as it's gonna get right now. And you know, it's interesting because we've seen this narrative happen. You know, a big superstar, a big you know highly touted prospect, or you know a a damn good fighter outside the UFC, you know, it becomes, this becomes a conversation that a lot of MMA fans and journalists, anybody in the fight world, any of the matchmakers, any of the organizations, everyone's going to sit down and they have this exact conversation right now, the conversation about, you know, how this guy's going to do, if he, is he really top tier, you know, because we've seen this happen multiple times, and I've talked about this quite some time, for quite some time, you know, we see guys go from the UFC to Bellator and not do so good. You know, Benson Henderson kind of started off early doing that. We were seeing guys go to the UFC and win multiple titles. Look at Ryan Bader. Look what he was able to do. Fantastic, you know. Um, Bellator has phenomenal fighters. UFC's not the only place in the world that has phenomenal fighters. I think they're everywhere. Just depends on which organization you're under. I mean, UFC can't have, have every single badass fighter in the world under its organization, under its wing. I don't definitely don't think so. But um, I do think Chandler is an amazing addition. A lot of hardcore fans know who he is. A lot of hardcore fans wanted to see him versus Khabib for so long. And still, honestly, is a very interesting fight because you look at his wrestling, his scrambling, and his videos, and all those crazy Instagram videos that he does. When you look at him, like, imagine if a guy tries to take him down. He's just, like, slips away like butter, man. It's, like, it's insane to see the, the body of work that Chandler puts in. And, you know, he's a very hard worker and, a, you know, super disciplined athlete and super smart very intelligent and you know it's it's an honor and it's fun and it's going to be interesting to see how he does in this UFC lightweight division. I mean, obviously we're not getting a fight from right off the bat. You know, he's only 
serving as a backup in case something happens. But in a perfect world, nothing happens to Gaethje versus Khabib, and we get to, you know, obviously maybe see Chandler versus, you know, like a Tony Ferguson kind of guy or uh, Dustin Poirier kind of guy. And Chandler versus Tony Ferguson, Chandler versus Dustin Poirier, Chandler versus Connor. Chandler versus Khabib. Chandler's a huge addition to this to this division. This is one of the big signings that I think the UFC needs. I mean, this guy has had gold in multiple organizations. Um, he he's obviously a two-time champion, and um, um, like I said, and you know he looks good. He looked good in his last fight, and obviously very strong, very powerful. Hits real hard. You know, kind of like reminds you a little bit of a Chad Mendez kind of guy. So he's like. A Chad Mendez at lightweight, so it makes it it makes it super interesting for the UFC because now we've got all these matchups to have fun with and play with and stuff. But at the top of it, I do necessarily feel that people are looking and wanting to see Poirier versus Ferguson. So perfect world that happens. I mean, I don't know who Michael Chandler can. Maybe Michael can fight the winner of that. Hence, if Khabib and Justin Gaethje make it through and make it to fight night, if um. If, uh, what is it, Gaethje gets past Khabib or Khabib gets past Gaethje, then, you know, you could give the winner of Poirier versus Ferguson the title shot. But who knows if that fight's even going to happen. It hasn't even materialized. So we don't know what's going to happen with that. And, uh, and uh, you know, we'll get to see that fight eventually if it comes to fruition. Um, obviously, I don't think we're going to be able to see Khabib versus Tony Ferguson anytime soon. I mean, that fight is voodoo in, in its own right. So, in Chandler, serving as a backup, very interesting. Very, very interesting because, you know, we, like I said, we look at the talent over in Bellator. No disrespect to Bellator. This is going to spark up a lot of pissed-off people. But you look at guys like Patricio Pitbull, two-division champion, also beat Michael Chandler. Stopped him. He knocked him out. To win the lightweight belt. And he had some interesting comments to say about Michael Chandler. And, you know, people, you know, this, you know, this big cloud uh, assumption that goes around that the, the that Bellator doesn't have any good fighters. But yet, the Bellator fighter that he knocked out is getting signed by the UFC and potentially receiving a title shot. Hence, if Khabib or Justin Gaethje gets injured. So... I mean, obviously, like I said, this organization, the UFC, is way too fucking small for for them to have every single one of those athletes underneath that one wing. So it's interesting to see what the hell is gonna happen, man. It's interesting. It's um, it's gonna be fun. Um, he's a big name. He has lots of skill. Um, I think either of those fights. I mean, I think Tony's a fun fight. I mean, obviously, I said I think on the on the feet, you know, um, Tony's a little bit sharper. On feet and Chandler a little bit more creative, and Chandler has a nasty, uh, nasty was it like nasty overhand or that nasty left hand or something like that. I mean, he puts people out for sure, but you know it's 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 uh it's interesting to see, and it's gonna be interesting to see if he can put that together because like I said, we 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 were just talking about this earlier. We've seen people come from Bellator, and not do so well. I mean, look at like guys like Will Brooks. Didn't Will Brooks beat Michael Chandler twice? Guys like Will Brooks is being Michael Chandler, man. Then it only makes you question what's going to happen in Bellator. No disrespect to, or what's going to happen in the UFC. No disrespect to Will Brooks or anything like that. Phenomenal uh, fighter, former champion as well. So well, there's no shame in that. That just shows you how good a lot of these fighters are. But you know, it's going to be interesting to see how 
um, Chandler does in the UFC. Hence, if he loses, then that's going to be, you know, unfortunate for him. And, you know, the hype is kind of going to go away a little bit. And, you know, obviously, like I said, it's going to be one of those big letdowns. You know, people have all this hype surrounding. There's fans that hype the fuck out of the fighters. And they have certain fight, you know, certain fighters uh, hyped up and stuff. So, um, and, you know, they hype them up. They talk about them. But then when they flip-flop or they don't win, you know, all hell breaks loose, basically. And, you know, um, I'm not hoping nor am I thinking that's going to happen. I'm just going to wait and see what happens. You know, I'm not going to sit here and say what could what could or what couldn't happen. Obviously, we know what could and couldn't happen. You know, he can get destroyed completely in the first round, and people are going to think in their head that, oh, he doesn't even belong in the UFC, or UFC's levels ahead of Bellator or some shit like that. I mean, fight fans come up with, you know, ignorant fight fans, if you, let me uh, correct myself, ignorant fight fans have things to come up with that are complete bullshit sometimes, and some of the stuff doesn't make sense, but I think this one will make sense. It's an interesting fight. There's obviously, like I said, there's fighters that have gone or other organizations and, and won gold and, you know, still were a top contender in the UFC and, you know, did absolutely amazing. So I don't think that he's um, anything short of doing that. And I think that he's going to um, he's gonna do, obviously, very well if, obviously, like I said, if he gets that shot against Khabib or, the, or Justin Gaethje. Or if not, if that fight ends up happening, Khabib and Gaethje, then I'm curious to see who they will match him up with next. And, you know, obviously, like, a Tony Ferguson's a fun fight. Um, Tony Ferguson, Dustin Poirier, th those top two fights, man. You know, Poirier was discussed when Chandler was on talks, you know, with potentially with the UFC and stuff like that. You know, a Poirier fight would be amazing. That's a really good fight. Poirier fights nothing but great fighters and former champions and stuff and badass motherfuckers. So that's going to be an interesting one if that were to happen. Um, other than that, you know, I'm really excited, like I said. Um, we got more fights this weekend, and, you know, the UFC returns to Fight Island, but we're going to save the Fight Island talk for tomorrow's episode. Those are, um, just wanted to give you guys my thoughts on Chandler signing with the UFC officially. It was a really good breaking news, really good in insight. Um, Ariel Hawani broke the news. Um, shout out to Ariel. You're amazing. Uh, great show, DC and Hawani, um, and all the rest of the stuff you guys are doing over there at ESPN. On top of that, yeah, man, other than that, we have a lot more for you guys tomorrow on tomorrow's episode of Kicking with the King. Episode 293 will debut tomorrow. This was pre-recorded, and I'll release this one later on today. You guys should get it within 15 minutes or less in all your feeds, everywhere you get your podcast, Ladies and gentlemen, I appreciate you guys for tuning in. As always, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at KWTKPod, as well as G the King Official on Instagram. GT King Official on Twitter and more. We'll talk about my day today and yesterday and everything that happened and all the greatness to come with it on tomorrow's episode. I promise, ladies and gentlemen, tune in. Don't miss it. We'll be back sooner rather than later. G the King out, baby. We're out of here. Bye, folks.